we're gonna go then. Yeah, someone, <laughs> someone <laughs> initiate. <laughs> someone initiate. I mean, I was too busy posting. Yeah, that's on, fine. You're uh, posting the second stuff. <laughs> Start the goddamn podcast. Are we recording? Yes, Yes. recording (laughs) for a minute. (laughs) Hi everyone, how are you? I'm great. I need more silence, there, Sam. (laughs) Try again. Hi Ryan. No. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to this lovely pitch battle. Pitch battle number (laughs) number. At least, at least four. At least four. Maybe five. Maybe. Today, me, Sam, I'm joined by... Peter. Ryan. David. Callum. And for some reason, they asked me to host this. (laughs) (laughs) And they were already regretting it. That's my bad guy. (laughs) I blame everyone but myself. Fair enough. So, I've got some pictures. Okay. We're going to have a battle. Yeah. It's going to be a bloodbath. Where did the pictures come from, Sam? From so- great social media <laughs> from great channels. From social media. From the listeners. Like from... Facebook. And well, that, Facebook. that was it. <laughs> Apparently just, nobody just... uses Twitter at Rap Party Pod or... Well, I didn't do an Instagram thing, but that's at Rap Party Pod. <laughs> you can visit us online. That you have to put www.ratpartypod.com. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work if you don't put the www. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jesus. Remember before we started recording and we said, let's do this one quickly. Yeah, right. right. And then you said, let's get Sam toast. Sam, <laughs> what is the premise of this episode? So we get an actor or actress, we get a genre. And we have to make a film pitch idea out of it each. In and how long? About 60 seconds. About 60 seconds. <laughs> 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 to give all take. Sometimes less. Never That's more. the maximum. Never more. Never more. One minute yeah. is the maximum. Yeah. 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 All right, well, let's so we go jump around. straight into it then. You, you, you go first, Sam. Yeah. We've got a little... Oh, it's done. I've got, I've got yeah, what we've got. got bag. So you pull it yeah, out and you start. You go first, remember? Remember? Yes. Has anyone got a timer at the ready? I've got a timer. All right, so the second you read it out, you start, Sam. Okay, this is Charlotte Ramblin in a... What? <laughs> Charlotte Rampling in a rom-com. Rampling, I don't know who that is. In a Charlotte rom-com. Rampling in a rom-com. So Charlotte Ramblin, whatever she's called, is in a rom-com. Starring with Emma Watson. This is a French-British film. And <laughs> they're on a train from... London to King's... London to King's Cross. <laughs> they're from St Pancras to Paris. And um, they both need the toilet at the same time. <laughs> and, and one of them gets into the toilet before the other. And the other, oh, I forgot to lock the door. And she walks in. <laughs> and they say, oh, how funny. It's, it's hilarious. And, and then they kind of both wink at each other. And, and then, um, you know, one finishes up. And then the other goes to the toilet. But she waited outside and then they sit next to each other on the train and they have a, a lovely chat and it's really funny. But the train gets stopped at the border because of Brexit. You made it over. Callum, <laughs> <laughs> go. So Charlotte Rampling plays a, a older woman, as she is, uh, who... Uh, <laughs> I've learned something. Who, <laughs> who wakes up in the morning and heads out and she bumps into this older man, right? And they spend this whole day together, right? Because... because there's just a spark, like an immediate spark. 
right? And he's like very flirtatious. He likes all the things that she likes. Blah 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 blah. Right. So then she. Uh, <laughs> so. So he takes her on this journey around like London. Let's say they're in London, and he takes her on this journey, and then they fall in love. Yeah. At the end of the day, you find out that she actually has short-term memory loss, right? Long-term memory loss. She has memory loss, right? <laughs> and, and, this, and this is actually her husband, right? And he, and he serenades her every day because he loves her that much. It's 51st date, but in reverse. In reverse. <laughs> because it's from her perspective. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> well, uh, David, go. Okay, Charlotte Rampling plays an air hostess uh, on a... American Airline. She's a British actress, but she works for an American Airline uh, because flavour. Uh, and she basically gets sick and tired of all the younger wait- uh, air hostesses getting hit on by like, flight attendants. Flight. Yes, thank you. That's a good word for it. Uh, it's the word for it. <laughs> not the American word. Okay, correct. And they're on an American airline, right? I'm sorry. Okay, uh, so sick and tired of seeing other people get hit on. She's quite lonely herself. Uh, she decides to undergo extreme, like, makeover style in order to try and uh, score some of that attention for herself. Uh, however, she ends up falling in love with the plastic surgeon. Wow. <laughs> Have I got more time? You've got ten seconds. Ten seconds. Uh, complications ensue when... <laughs> uh, her airline company goes out of business. You're minute's over. Um, I've got nothing. Um, so I'm going to make up literally on the spot. So she's, she's a woman and she's a bit lonely. So she wants love as we all do. It's a human thing. So she sort of goes about a day and loads of people are like around <laughs> and, uh, she thinks they might love me, but they don't. That's the problem. <laughs> but they don't love her because she's, she's not, well, she is attractive, but she's not like girlfriend material. She's a bit. She's what? a bit of a bitch. <laughs> um, and then she learns to love herself. The end. <laughs> I had nothing. Okay. I don't even know who she is. <laughs> uh, 15 seconds left. Hounds in one's day. <laughs> it's been okay. It's been good. It's been it's okay. Important. Charlotte Rampling plays the judge, uh, no, the lawyer in uh, Broadchurch season two. Not and Peter, go. <laughs> Charlotte Rampling plays a senile old woman living in a care home. She's never been married. She's never had anything to her name. She's been put there by her sister after years and years of living alone. And she meets her carer, Hathbor Bjornsson, otherwise known <laughs> as the Mountain. And with his big, thick, supple arms, he comes and lifts her into the bath every day. He takes her to bed. Not that way. And he cares for her and caresses her. And she's so enamoured by this man's manliness that she falls head over heels for him instantly. And she tries in her senile old ways in the care home to get his attention, which includes winning at bingo (laughs) every week. It includes not dribbling her food out. (laughs) And eventually... And eventually, Hathbor is so won over by her efforts he does indeed sleep with her and then it changes to his perspective about the humiliation so <laughs> oh god <laughs> I'm not sure any of you deserve a vote <laughs> well, Peter's got my vote yeah <laughs> Peter's got mine <laughs> I'm trying to impress 
someone with a bingo and not dribbling out your food. <laughs> to me, that is the rommiest of commiest. <laughs> <laughs> He's just mapping. <laughs> uh, Peter's runs the risk of being very offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a Medea comedy. <laughs> it could turn into a panorama episode. <laughs> Good. Very easily. Oh that could be the ending of the. He got arrested. And then she, in turn, also gets arrested somehow, so they can kind of see each other again. <laughs> in two murders, male she murders prison. everyone <laughs> in the cat home. They're not going to be together. Yeah, she'll murder everyone in that prison. <laughs> and then like, we got better in with the lads because he's dangerous. <laughs> Seen our old <laughs> She just turns to the guard and says, How many people do I have to kill to get in with the, <laughs> to get in with get the, in with the mountain? <laughs> get in, in with the mountain. Yeah. Um, are we actually going uh, well, to go Well, Peter's got two votes already. Um, are you, yeah. at, you, guys, you guys are actually. I can't remember, remember anyone's. Mine was the train one. Mine was 50 votes. He started well. Yeah. And very quickly went bad. <laughs> Which bit? It turned into like vague sexual part. harassment. Like, what is all first? Opening someone's bathroom and then winking at them as they sat on the toilet is not good. <laughs> That's the comedy part. No, it's not. <laughs> so I think, uh, in... just for the hilarity, I'm going to go with Peter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there's, no, there's no point in me even reminding people what mine was. There. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's fine. No, because it. it it got, it got, yeah, yeah. Can't be the dribbling, the Apparently, out. complications ensue <laughs> wasn't enough. Because complications ensue like implied like complications in the surgery, and I'm like, like what happened? To you? <laughs> like, oh, I didn't think of that. See, that's what that's why I laughed. I'm like, what oh. happened in the surgery? <laughs> Fair right. Onwards, Peter. Well done. You got a point. Which way? Do you want to go left or right? Clockwise. Okay, I suppose well, that, that depends where we're well, starting. Yeah, it depends on the we're clock. In a circle. So well, says, clockwise is always the same way around. That's depends, me, isn't it? Depends where but which is. is it my clockwise or is it his clockwise? <laughs> it's the same direction. It is. It is. Right, ready then? It's been Three, a long day. Two, oh, one. Right, Judy Dench in a noir detective movie. Mm. I know who that is. Show. So Judy Dench has memory problems. She has short-term <laughs> memory, long-term memory problems. Right, um, and. But she's in a noir. But she's aware of it. She's like, oh, I'm in a noir. Fourth wall noir. <laughs> like like, so she sees like three walls, right? When she wakes up and she looks at the fourth wall, it's not there. Where's the fourth wall gone? It's a mystery. She has to hire a detective to find out. Where's the fourth wall? <laughs> but, but she's very aware that she's in a, in a detective movie looking for the fourth wall. She, she, the film is called Searching for the Fourth Wall. Um, David? <laughs> You've still got 12 seconds. Yeah, go Ooh. for it, David. <laughs> You've got an extra 10 seconds, David, go. Cool, okay. Um, Judy Dench uh, walks into a private detective's office, but the detective isn't there and has left a mysterious trail of clues for her to follow. Uh, she originally thought that she was going to be turning up with her problem, but she is landed with a much bigger problem when she finds the detective dead in the nearby bathroom. And she must now figure out the crime or risk being framed for the murder herself. Solid. That, yeah, yeah solid. that's a <laughs> solid idea. Yeah. And it, I see no holes in that. Mm. 
That's, I'm, I'm not going to carry on then. Okay. I think. <laughs> We've got 30 seconds? Like, uh, no, go you know it. what? I'll carry on if you want. Okay. No, no, I've got more. Colour. Come on, give it some panache. Oh, you don't want to give it any colour because oh, it's a noir. Good. Sounds good. <laughs> Let's kill some more time. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so very much black and white, very much classic detective thriller, but it's immediately turned on its head at the very start because you think that she's going to be with the one with the problem and the classic roguish detective is going to solve it. No, it's all down to her. I've basically just reiterated my point. Yeah, yeah. But we, you, we, <laughs> right. we can me, play on that. And I've once again come with nothing. So, it's Judith Dench. She is missing. Her husband goes missing. They live in Australia. It's an Australian noir. They're in Australia. They live in the arse end of fucking nowhere. Like, middle of nowhere. Like, middle of the outback. He goes missing. It's black and white. <laughs> oh, look, he's over there. <laughs> she goes, oh, look, it's really flat and there's no one else here. That must be him. Gets up as a fucking scarecrow. <laughs> no, so he goes missing. Um, and then it sort of, she becomes embroiled in a sort of gold trafficking. Like, it turns out the people who kidnapped him, he was involved with some, like, Australian gangsters who were, like, <laughs> like shipping gold. Because <laughs> okay. this is back during the gold rush in, like, 19-something. <laughs> I can't remember the Australian gold rush was, I'll be honest. Um, I see it, I'm done. It's over, my time's finished. <laughs> Go on, Peter. So Judy Dench plays a detective in a noir film, funnily enough. And after a superhero comes to Earth and is quite suspicious, he's quite powerful, and nobody knows where he's come from, she is tasked with the case, with all her riches, <laughs> to investigate the mystery of this man. Find out what his motives are, where he's come from, what his weaknesses are. And when she finds various clues, she decides that she will take on an alternative ego, an alter ego, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> and she will play the Batman, Brooke Wayne, in the detective noir known as the Batman, as she investigates Superman's coming to Earth oh. and how Kryptonite will eventually weaken him. She goes on using all her wealth that her family left her off. She was orphaned just a year ago in her 50s. I've already forgotten who, who we do. Thank you. In Judy Dench film. plays Detective Aunt May in Sony's live-action Spider-Noir alongside <laughs> Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and it, it's like Spider-Man, but in black and white. Where Aunt May's a detective alongside <laughs> Spider-Man. Again, reiterating points. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to do this for 30 more seconds. Um, there's there's all your favourite classic. There's the goblin guy. But he's not green, because it's black and white. There's the octopus guy. But he's, he's not, not octopus. He's black and white. <laughs> they made a new villain. The magpie man. <laughs> because he's black and white. <laughs> But he doesn't go after shiny things because it's all black and white. Right, so you can have a shiny. <laughs> they, you know, they do detective stuff. Time. They do, that. Time they do web right. things. Oh, I have a few God. questions. <laughs> I have a few questions that may or may not improve. They're also Newcastle fans. Oh. Ryan, yeah. In your film, yeah. Can you put like a little Schindler's List and all the gold is actually gold, despite the fact it's in black and white? Sure, that that'd okay. be good. That'd be that'd good. Be fun. Peter, I had something to ask you. 
I, I and no, and she's she's Aborigine and she's got the, like secret powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. see the past. <laughs> can in your iteration of Batman v Superman, can Superman be played by Balthazar Hump- like whatever that guy was? <laughs> Balthazar Humperdinck, were you about yeah. to say? The Mountain. What's his name? <laughs> oh, Huffball Bjorn. I think yeah. he should be called Balthazar Humperdinck. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually Super- thinking he was going to be played by Barkhead Abdi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I honestly thought Idris Peter Elvis was going Superman, down. Right? He, uh, yeah. I thought Peter was really going down. Good. <laughs> yeah. I honestly thought Peter was going to go Spider-Man noir. I was so worried you were. <laughs> I was like, I've I wasted thought you were doing like an original superhero <laughs> thing where genuinely some like it's a bit Superman like influence, but it's genuinely a different story. And then he turns. Then, then he turns around and goes, Judy Dench is Batman now. <laughs> Brooke Wayne. Sam. Yeah. Why didn't you just say? That Aunt May was like trying to find out who killed Uncle Ben, rather than well, she talking about the Magpie Man. We need to pitch the Magpie Man as a new Spider-Man villain. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like it. Well, we all who know. doesn't steal shiny things anymore? So the name's pointless. Yeah, but Uncle well, Ben. And also, you can have shiny things in black and white, Sam. Shine well, is not a colour. There's a twist. <laughs> the twist is, it's not not the world isn't black and white. The world's colourful. And anti-colourful man is the main <laughs> villain. Right, you should have no. <laughs> uh, uh, David's got my point. Yeah, David, yeah. it's actually a plot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Cool. Fucking yeah. brave. Right. Want to Peter? Want to me? Yes. All right. Cool. But so far, the quality is poor. Right. <laughs> but always funny. <laughs> Are you happy with the timer? Right. Yes. The time time is ready to go. Cool. Alright, oh, excuse me. I want to take this moment to thank everybody who submitted options yes. for us. These are all That's fans why we had to pick them out of bags. There were so many good ones. Yeah. Right, so we are doing. <laughs> we are doing John Mullaney in a fairy tale movie. John Mullaney is the guy who you know voiced Peter Porker yeah. in uh, the, yeah, okay. Into the Spider Verse. He's in Big Mouth. He's in Big Mouth, yeah. Yeah, he okay. is in Big Mouth. That's a good point. My time's already started. I'm yes. talking about what he's been in already. Well, what is he going to be in? He is going to play Peter Pan, the boy who never grew up and never ever will. Uh, and what separates this from all the other Peter Pan remakes? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> I need to think about that. <laughs> Uh, it's okay. No, uh, this version of Peter Pan is set in medieval times, when piracy was less of a thing. Shit. Um, no. Okay. So instead of Captain Hook being a pirate, he is a Viking. Okay. Yeah. Here we uh, go. Uh, so... No, it works. This works. And John Mulaney. Ah, fuck. Uh, how much time have I got? You got seven seconds. Ooh. Okay. And. Uh, Tinkerbell is a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, John Mulaney is... Um, I don't fucking know. He's Rumpelstiltskin. This is a film version of Rumpelstiltskin, but it's a comedy, because he's funny. Um, and he's not like the evil sort of twisted Rumpelstiltskin. It's nothing to do with the weaving and stuff. This is just a Rumpelstiltskin movie, not a weird weaving golden stuff movie. So he basically is like a little sort of elf magical boy mm-hmm. and uh he <laughs> he that's all much as i've got um and he is in modern setting so he's rumpelstiltskin but now um and he i can't remember what rumpelstiltskin does <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you have to, you like didn't you have to guess his name yeah something to do with it wasn't it yeah <laughs> and if you didn't you'd die <laughs> yeah. 
Something like that. It's not, <laughs> see, it's not so easy when it's you, is it? No, it's really not. I'm so distracted by yours. <laughs> um, so, I'm, mine's finished. <laughs> Peter. Peter, enjoy. So, John Mullaney plays a goblin in Victorian London. An alternative Victorian London where fairy tale creatures exist alongside humans. And instead of the kind of the kids who are sent to work and to pickpocket all that things, they're goblins. They're second second rate citizens. And he is tied by his uh, his maker, because they're created, they're not born in this world, to steal from the rich for as long as he lives. And it's the story of him and his brothers navigating their way through the steamy streets and the smoke of London, trying to find their way, their gold, and to finally realise that their father is in fact an evil man. And how they can rebel against him in a city that has done everything it can to design itself to defeat them and to keep them downtrodden. Humans. <laughs> yes. And that's about all I have. Are you done, Peter? I'll be done. You just done Goblin Oliver. You do. It's Goliver. Sam. Go. So John plays a fairy. John. Sorry. <laughs> You make John. <laughs> I make John. Please, a fairy who is looking after the grandkids that are also fairies. And he's like, oh, what do I do? They're a nuisance. I'm a lot older. I'm a fairy. I don't know what to do. Wait, I'm a fairy. I've got magic. So he, he starts acting out all those classic fairy films. You have um, <laughs> you have oh, that one. <laughs> you got Peter Pan. Where you got that's what I got there. Look. Shrek. <laughs> you got Sleeping Beauty. You got Sleeping Beauty. Um, so he, he acts him out playing every Shrek. character. <laughs> And it's only a short film, really. It's just about <laughs> right, so John Mulaney stars in Fly on the Wall, where he plays a fly. But what he keeps doing is flying to various fairy tale scenarios. Real fairy tales that we're all aware of. He's a fly on the wall watching it, going, Can you believe this shit? Can you believe that shit? That's mental. He just ate her grandma. He just fucking ate her. He just ate her. Just eating. Yeah. Like, he's, he's sat there watching it go, fuck me. That's that's a bloodbath. How did he clean it so quick before she got in there? I can't even what that's mental. And then and then you know he ends up with Rapunzel and he's like, you know, like, you know, oh I'll try and help I'll try and help you, but she keeps trying to swat him away and he's like, alright, fuck you, bitch. Um, and then he's like, you know, and it goes to um you know, but he's always John. Mul- it's always John Mulaney. Yeah, you know, it's always his voice. It's always yeah. his his his, yeah, his, his comedy and his m- demeanour. I'm going to be honest. Nice. Callum's work. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It's a deconstruction of fairy tales. Like yeah. a funny commentary over the ridiculous fairy tales. It's sort and of, that is it it's the most John Mulaney. It is. All what, yeah. David, I can't remember yours. Uh, he played Peter Pan, and oh, Tinkerbell yeah. was a mermaid. Do, do you understand the plot of Peter Pan? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Peter Neverland Pan. isn't like <laughs> Peter time Pan. specific. There's red exactly. Indians, it can mermaids, be any time. Pirates. So why did you need to change the pirates to Vikings? <laughs> why? Why not? <laughs> you got to make it different from you know Peter Pan. <laughs> Pan Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Call it Peter Coy. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I really do suffer when I go first. <laughs> I've just suffered all the way through. Yeah, I'm yeah. going for Callum yeah, because I actually had an, an idea. Peter's was good as well. Peter's I like Peter's. Peter's. Peter's was a very Goliver. bright idea. Yeah, Gulliver. Yeah, Gulliver. To be fair, I didn't get Oliver until you said that. It's Oliver. Did anybody watch Bright on Netflix? Because I have a feeling it was quite similar. Yeah, I yeah, it was a bit bright. Yeah, It was a brighter bright. Oh, nice. Thank you. Right. Ryan. Morgan Freeman Ooh, good. in a silent comedy. Oh Christ. <laughs> Let me I'm not I'm not thinking this, this I'm just one starting. Was, this one was originally with four different actors. Of course. <laughs> yeah. All the very specific voices. Mm. Okay. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Morgan Freeman plays A man who's lost his voice. Okay? He's lost his voice. He had his voice, he's gone. And he was like, he made money on his voice. Like, his voice was big. That's how he did things. But now he hasn't got it anymore. So he has to learn how to do it, be a mime. He goes to Paris. It's Morgan Freeman in Paris learning how to be a mime at the Marcel Marceau School of Mime. <laughs> and then he, you know, performs as a, as a mime. Mimes are funny. Um, and his teacher is Kate McKinnon. <laughs> Also a mime. I think she'd be fucking sick at that. She she's would. the mime teacher. and she, she would. And she sort of helps him learn and try to communicate without his voice. He doesn't need his voice. He just needs his body. Cool. Peter, it's your turn. So Morgan Freeman is a prisoner of war during the Second World War. And during his imprisonment, he has his tongue cut out. At the beginning of the film, first scene, man being tortured, tongue cut out. Uh, but he manages to escape his imprisonment. And he's in a foreign country, so he doesn't speak the language anyway. And he has to learn to communicate with these people. And it's kind of a dark comedy. Sure. Him. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind of. I'm glad uh, you remembered it was a comic. <laughs> trying to find out how language extends further than just the spoken word. How you can communicate with people. With gestures, with body language. And there's some funny moments along the way. Like when he runs into people who maybe don't like the fact he's black. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. He, he has to find a way to communicate with them in a way that won't anger them, but they will also teach him the ways of language. And it's all silent as well. There's no yeah. person speaking in there. Okay. Sam. Morgan Freeman stars alongside Emma Stone in a ballet drama. Okay. Even though the, the thing said a silent comedy. <laughs> ballet can be quite funny. Ballet drama. <laughs> okay, a ballet drama comedy. Sure, fine. Um, there's like, you know, they're dancing. It's very romantic, and then somebody just throws a banana skin on the floor, and it's been quiet all film until you just hear the or the banana, and then Emma Stone. <laughs> and then he doesn't know what to do. Does he break character? Does he not? Because he's a pro, doesn't play character, and they keep just dancing, and dancing, and dancing, and dancing. You got ten seconds. Keep saying dancing. And then the interval happens, and they chat for like a little bit of her going, "Oh, my back!" <laughs> and then the interval's over, so they go back on stage and they dance some more, and it's very funny. You're done, and thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so Morgan Freeman plays the. Um... The you know the the guy in charge in charge of the library whatever you'd call that person librarian a librarian <laughs> <laughs> he's the librarian right and what he does 
for all his time, every day, is just watches. He's just the watcher. He's the overseer. He's the librarian. Okay. Right? But he just watches people live out their lives. Some people fall in love. Some people have arguments. Some people... But it's always through gesture, never through voice. Because if anyone even utters a word, shh, no talking. Okay. Everyone be quiet. Right? So he just, he watches and sometimes he goes, <laughs> because he's seen something funny. Sometimes he goes, oh, because he's seen something sad. <laughs> but right. it's always yeah, funny. Can't do Morgan Freeman plays the advisor to the President of the United States, uh, who is undergoing uh, a national scandal uh, following the release of some images leaked online of the President in a very compromising situation. Uh, it's all guns blazing at the White House. Not quite literally, but maybe literally at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he is saddled with the almost impossible task of managing the PR disaster that is happening. Uh, the majority of the information is communicated entirely through uh, computer screens. Uh, you've got analytics coming up, polling results. It's very, it, you know what? I think it could be set like in real time. It could be the, it's like, it's the two hours that follow the release of the images online as everybody rushes around, barely has time to talk to each other. Uh, but it's uh, played in black and white Done. with Sam's ballet drama. <laughs> Wait, I didn't uh, hear the comedy part. So you just heard silent. I heard silent. I was okay. like, brilliant ballet. Okay. I, I, if I heard the comedy part, I'd have had something else. Right. Uh, remind me, uh, Peter. Mine was the <laughs> Prisoner of War. Prisoner of Tonka. Starts real dark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the darkest of dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest, in my opinion. See, <laughs> in, in, a, in a dark way. You see, I would... Prisoner of War comedy and then race, racial comedy. Yeah. Less comedy. I'll be honest. Yeah, like, blazing Saddles, baby. Silent Blazing Saddles. Silent Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Callum's and David's, I would actually watch them. I mean, I wouldn't watch them as silent comedies. I know yeah. that's the plot, but I actually really liked David's yeah, idea. Good idea. I think that I would actually watch that. <laughs> Sam, I don't, like I don't know what you look at me, Sam. Yours was atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times you said dance. It's, a bit, it's very like VP. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah, very VP. Or think yeah. of it, or that type of thing. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. No, because they're a good show. No. And Callum's, a, I thought the librarian was a very nice tie-in. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to vote for him purely for the joke, like the inadvertent joke at the beginning. What's someone in charge of a library called? <laughs> librarian. <laughs> Is that how we allocate votes on this show? Yeah, because I got a laugh. Okay. <laughs> I, I like f- Ryan's. I like mine. Yeah. <laughs> With I, more I, time. What is yours again? Where he loses his voice. He's an actor. Oh, yeah, he loses yeah, his voice yeah. and has to learn to be a mime. With that, Kate yeah. He goes to Paris and learns how to be a mime. I can. With Kate yeah. I like that. Ryan gets my vote. Yeah. David gets my vote. Ooh. That's good. I'm going with Callum. Peter gets my vote. Oh, Christ. Oh, fuck Sam. Sam, so, Sam, Sam is the time. <laughs> He's just been sitting there silently all this time. Now he holds yeah, all the power. So who liked mine? <laughs> I'd go with Ryan. Sweet. Hey. What's so, the score? So it's... Uh, Ryan's got one, Peter's got one. one? I've yep. got one. Callum's got, got, got one. Come on, Sam. I've got, I've got none. <laughs> no, bro. I think it's big. <laughs> Rick, you had all the power in that last one. <laughs> You could have voted for yourself, then we'd be fucked. <laughs> and Peter, final one. Okay. <laughs> so we've got Scarlett Johansson yeah. and Shalto Copley in a body horror film. 
Sorry. So, Scarlett Johansson plays a police officer in South Africa. And on a particularly dangerous job, she goes and visits a, a drug farm run by Sholto Copley. And Sholto is a drug dealer. And through the drugs that he's been growing, he's created something that has a, uh, a body-changing effect. And so what accidentally happens is that he and Scar Joe in the kitchen have swapped <laughs> bodies so he the drug dealer is now the police officer and he knows all of the people to take down and she is the drug nice. the drug menace and so when he first gets the power he uses the power to try and take down his rivals to tip off police officers to their whereabouts and their dealings so that he can gain the power but then he realises that it's actually no longer his power that he is then tasked with hunting them down and Scar Joe, the police officer who used to just hunt them down is now in charge of his empire that is growing 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 because the guy who knows all the rivals is basically sending her business upwards and she doesn't want to come back despite the fact that she has the power to do so. So her morals are corrupted and Shalto is working with her. I'm not really sure where it goes from there but that's the general premise and that's me done. Cool. Um, Sam? Let me check the timer. <laughs> <laughs> I was somewhere else. I can't believe, I can't Just go Sam. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, well, Peter had far oh, too much wow. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was so, so um, I've already gone Scarlett Johansson and the other one are in a body horror film, which can only mean one thing. They're both really upset with their self-esteem and their body image. They see it as a horror. So they go to Weight Watchers. (laughs) But what they don't realise is they didn't go to Weight Watchers. They went to Weight Watchers, where you go and you watch weights. (laughs) Which is really from a, just a horrible time. It's really horrifying. But they get forced to join in. So they start lifting weights. Then watching them go. Well, they, you know, it takes some time. Doesn't matter, you're done. <laughs> Charlotte Copley and Scarlett Johansson star in District 9 2. District 10? Or District 9 2. District 92, right? So, at the end of District 9, we know Charlotte Copley's already turned into a fucking prawn, okay? Right? But Scarlett Johansson has only just also started her body horror process of also being turned into a fucking prawn, right? Right? So, Charlotte Copley has to start guiding her through the South African landscape of fucking prawns. <laughs> but but this time it's not treated like a documentary or like a sort of thriller action like the first one was. This one's treated much more like a horror film. Uh, she, you know, she's like just losing her fucking mind. Like, what the fuck has happened to me? It's like The Fly, but it's prawns. It's The Prawn. <laughs> the film is called The Prawn dot dot District 92. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're done. And and also... You're done. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Scarlett Johansson works in a top-secret government facility and begins to suspect her employers are hiding something from her. So she steals a vial of an unknown chemical and takes it home with her for further examination, but accidentally drops it into her pot of food while she's cooking in the kitchen. Uh, as the food begins to overflow and fill the room with noxious gases, she closes the door so as to not infect her husband, 
Charlotte Copley, uh, who is recording a podcast in the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you just got it. <laughs> uh, as as the gases begin to take over her and turn her into a nightmarish creature, uh, she forces it into a battle. She forces herself into a battle of wills with her mind, uh, so as to save. Sholto and his podcasting friends from an untimely fate. However, it gets worse and worse, and eventually everybody gets destroyed. Uh, I'll go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, Charlie Johansson and Sharky Helicopter Boy. Um, <laughs> I forgot his name. What is it? Sholto Copley. Sharky Helicopter. Right, they are like a, a husband and wife like explorer team. So it starts off as like a like a Indiana Jonesy type thing. They discover this temple in like Southeast Asia somewhere. They break in. They're like, "Oh, this is fucking cool!" And then there's a, there's a curse on the temple. Um, also, their marriage isn't great. Like they're only staying together because they work together. Otherwise, they're not on the best of grounds at the moment. Um, so there, and there's a and then basically there's like a curse on thing where they each become each other's images of what they think of each other. So they become like the monster they think each other are. <laughs> And then they get trapped in this temple. It gets there's some drugs involved. It gets a bit hallucinogenic-y. Like there's other trippy things happening. But they're both these sort of monsters, and they're each other's eyes. And they have to then, like, try and escape, but also fix their marriage at the same time. <laughs> Done. Cool. Isn't that the plot of a Rick and Morty? Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's probably. what I was about to say. Probably it's exactly what happens in probably, Rick and Morty. Probably, but I couldn't remember that. That's subconscious if it is at all. Yeah. Uh, but are they explorers in a Chinese temple? <laughs> no, exactly. my, my proviso was going to be or for my one was that you know a lot of people are going to be annoyed that Scarlett Johansson is going to be playing a prawn because they're going to be like why don't the prawns get the role um, <laughs> well, instead, of, instead of Scarlett Johansson you're taking away role. shellfish roles yeah. well, um, uh, but you know she don't care more she's going to play it anyway more um, uh, I can't remember uh, your one scores really well the first sentence was banging yeah, and then I got like I didn't know what to do so yeah. and I was like how do you make that into a horror film to be I could do a Miller's man Miller man what was yours again uh, mine yeah, was, was the, good. the police officer. Oh, yes. But more of a body yeah, horror movie. Not, not, no, no not horror. a body horror film. Well, there could have been, like... been some horror. Well, there wasn't. Mine. And it's sort of pitch. <laughs> 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 and what was yours again? Uh, Scarlett Hansen brings home chemicals oh, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, facility podcast. and hides out in the yeah. kitchen. That, I like yeah. that for the meta nature. I'm a bit wide for that one. What was yours again, right? Temple, they teach pretty much. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I like yours, Callum. Nothing. Just because of the oh, I like Sam's first ten seconds. Yeah, Sam's first yes. ten seconds is good. <laughs> My favourite is David. Thank you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was it. Because <laughs> yeah. in recent uh, years, it's been a in recent episodes, it's been a bit more. Recent balanced. years. In recent years, <laughs> it's been that long, right? <laughs> fucking feels like it sometimes. Uh, uh, so that okay. Okay, so I, I was gonna say, um, my vote goes to Peter. Mine <laughs> goes to Ryan. I'm going to ignore the rest of it and go for Sam and just go for the first 10 seconds. So I've It's done... like a modern body horror film. So we've got one for Ryan. No, one for David. One for me. One for Callum. Mm. No. No? Yeah. No. I thought you voted for me. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just one yeah. for Callum. So... And one for Pete. <laughs> so we've well, all got one vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we all get a point. So we all get a point. So it's <laughs> two, 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 one. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. So everybody, everybody wins Apart except from Sam. Sam. <laughs> well, wonderful. That's the story of the whole podcast. <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Sam, you're, oh. you're the host. You got to wrap it up. Right? Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Like us on the socials. Yes. Go back. Scratch to... that. This isn't the end. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, join us in a few minutes for. Um, join us best... in a few yeah, minutes. Sit still. Walk slow. <laughs> don't don't open what, that door. Watch them wait. We're, we're losing Peter though. So wait yes. for the train. Say goodbye to Peter. See you soon. Brilliant. <laughs> and we'll That's be back so... uh, in, in literally like now. Hello, welcome back. We're back. You're not. You're still listening. You might have moved a bit, but it depends how far. You could have moved quite far. Trains are fast. <laughs> Buses might have been stuck. Walking, you're probably stuck. I'm vetoing this, so okay? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Honestly, I want to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Do what you're meant What's to do. What's been an hour fast has been mere seconds for you. It's like time travel. Carry We're on. back. Ryan's still here. Yeah. David's still here. <laughs> I am still here. Callum's still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My memory's still here. Peter's not. No, he's not. He's not. He's gone. So we've just recapped exactly what we told them yeah. about a minute ago. Yeah. That's good. Well, they might have forgot. They could have walked a whole metre. Right. Oh. <laughs> Let's get into this. Let's get into so, this. Oh. As some of you are aware, there was an episode where David... <laughs> David and Ryan were on and they came up with a brilliant idea best and worst and you guys really liked it so we thought let's continue it and then we thought it's a bit short and we know you guys love long podcasts so we'll just add it on the end of other podcasts so that's what this is best brilliant. and worst <laughs> Christ <laughs> Try and do worst in a high pitch, you can't do it. Oh, no one cares. Right. Finding Nemo comes to mind, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we've got three categories. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go for them, each give our best and worst of those categories and talk about them. There's no scoring system, there's no points, it's just having a chat, really. Yeah. Sweet. So, what is the first? The first category is best and or no, best and worst. Why are you miming to what I was saying? <laughs> Just say that it. That was man. really off-putting. <laughs> this is where this is where we're getting the length of this episode. <laughs> best and worst dogs slash doggos dogs. from film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, cool. what we think is the best dog, and yeah. who we think is the worst. Dog. Who starts? And do we do Whoever's... our best and worst, or do we? We'll all do our best, and we'll all do our worst. Okay. So you're starting. Who's got it? Who's got it? I've got one. Go on. Scooby Doo. Good. That's no argument. Also, not a, a real dog. <gasps> it is not. It's an animated dog that never existed. <laughs> wow. A dog has never actually existed in any sense of the imagination. Lassie's dead. <laughs> most most oh. all the lassies are now dead because there's not been a lassie film for about 10 years. <laughs> so all the lassies so are dead. This summer. No. Scooby Doo. <laughs> Meets Lassie. <laughs> Fucks her. Right, so why do you like Scooby Doo? <laughs> you like Scooby Doo? You to the Scooby answer. Do because Scooby Doo is great. It's funny. It's very repetitive. If you watch it after the age of 10, you kind of you work out where it's going very early on. I rewatched it recently. So, There's some fantastic action moments. Scooby Doo's in it. He's great. He's a dog. 
Are you talking about the film? Yeah. The dog? Yeah. I'm talking about the dog now. Yeah, but I was what, talking you, about the film. Were you talking it about which one? The first one or the second well, one? All of them. But two of them. <laughs> That's a WWE film. The animated, animated films. Yeah, okay. well. And the third live action when they're younger. Yeah, that's oh, a yeah, thing. Did happen. Yeah. Was it straight to video? Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent straight to video. Because yeah. yeah. none straight of the original cast. <laughs> I mean, Scooby, he's always there for you. He's often not because they often. The whole point is they can't find him. <laughs> so they split up. Where are you, Scooby? But he's Doom. always there when you need him <laughs> most. No, he's most. not. <laughs> he is. He's running away from those horrible monsters. And because everyone's attracted by moving objects, like Scooby Doo running away. They all chase after him and eventually fall over and they get caught. And if Scooby wasn't there, none of their plans would no, work as slowly, yeah. technically, because he usually does also muck it up a lot. That's true. But he's the best dog. Okay. He never bites. He does. Hard. He's, he's, bit, yeah. he's <laughs> never drawn he blood. <laughs> right. Go on, Callum, your best dog in film. So my best dog in film... Uh, is the one that comes from mine first of all, mainly because it's uh, the, the the dog in most recent memory. But my favourite dog currently is Cliff Booth's dog from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, absolutely <laughs> a fucking phenomenal dog. <laughs> fucking great. You guys haven't dog. seen it yet. I'm not going to say anything. I'm I not going to say why he's the best about. fucking dog <laughs> in films right I now. I've seen the dog look pretty good. Yeah, but you haven't seen the scene. Okay. <laughs> the scene that proves him to be the best dog. In cinematic history, okay. uh, is is fucking just fantastic, David. Okay, my best dog is Good Dog, from John Wick Chapter Two <laughs> and John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum, and that is his official name, Good mm, Dog. He's a good. That's dog. what he's called. He's <laughs> uh, very very loyal dog. Uh, there's uh, if you actually focus in Chapter Two when he gets him out of the cage, was it? I think he gets him in the first one, actually, at the end of the film. But if you look at the cage, uh, for a very brief moment on screen, you can see that the dog was going to be put down because no one wanted him. Oh, oh no. That's yeah. what he should adopt. Yes. yes. And adopt. Well, that's what he did do. He went and yeah. picked a dog that, that nobody would miss. Do that. Mm-hmm. And, that dog. and that dog has been Don't so loyal. Well, PSA. To to him. And such a adopt good a boy as well. Adopt that dog, dog is one of the best boys I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> very good yeah, boy. Yes, well behaved. Obeys his behaved. Loves his mom. That's <laughs> wonderful. There's well, a scene where he jumps up on him, and starts licking him all over the face while he's yeah. trying to have a serious conversation with a fellow assassin. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's a great scene. scene. That's from free, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A great scene. Yeah, love that. It's a good dog. Be right. I can't think of one. Well, what are you? I've been saying? sat here for ten minutes. Scooby Doo helps you get I'm your not meal. Being not. Taking Scooby Doo, I'm not. Okay. Would you like me to offer an alternative best dog? Just give me, you? give me some dogs. Okay. Um, There's Beethoven. that dog from Cats and Dogs. Pretty good. There's a film in the which you could pick any of a hundred and one. Nice. Hundred and three, technically. Oh yeah. I love dogs. Lots of dogs in there. Lots Wait, hundred and three? Because the mum and dad. Mum and dad are counted in there. Are they including the hundred and one? What? And if any of them, I'll fucking careful. If any of them are the best dog, it's the mother because that is sick. She is a trooper. Pretty sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that must have been. It's like giving birth to ninety nine dogs at once. Like not all at once, but, but the one and one. Because uh, oh, dogs. Oh god! Shit. Oh. Um, I need to think of one now. Clifford. Yeah, oh. Clifford's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. There is. I had one. Oh, it's gone. Was it Fluffy 
from Harry Potter. No, if I'm going to pick a dog from Harry Potter, it's Fang. Oh, Fang's Fang's awesome. a much better dog. Fang's a great dog. Fang is a good dog. I can't go for Fang. Fang's a good boy. I'm going with yeah. Fang. He's cute. Yeah. He's all ghouly. Lovely bloodhound. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, no, no, I've changed my mind. The dog from Great Mouse Detective. Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Sit, Toby. <laughs> it's one of my favourite films, and I love Toby. <laughs> cool. Well, we got, we got the best dogs. Yay. <laughs> accounted for. Worst dogs. Worst dogs. Scrappy too. Shocker. <laughs> he's everything Scooby isn't. He's a naughty boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a bad Apart boy. Apart from a dog. Yeah. yeah. They're both dogs. Yeah, <laughs> it's not everything dogs. Scooby isn't, because they're both dogs. <laughs> are they not the same <laughs> breed of They dog? are, but just... Because they're related as well. He's his nephew. Yeah. But he's also... He's not a puppy. He's just got a growth defect. Yeah, and he's also That's a canon. <laughs> That's yeah. canon. He's not a puppy. He's just yeah. small. Well, he's like a dwarf dog. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't mean. Even though he says puppy a... power. Mm. There's no power in that. There's also another cousin of, of Scooby who's like a white <laughs> one with a red hat on who's just an idiot. He's like southern. I can't remember his he's name. The, but yeah. He's more he's... stupid than Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, he's also a good boy. Though. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Yeah. And I think they have a sister as well. Yeah, there's lots of. There's, there's, a, a lot there's lots of, of Scooby. There's loads of. Di- Melvin Doo? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Worst dogs. Uh, worst dog for me, uh, Kudro. Kudro's a yeah. right wanker. He's a bit of a shit. Great film, he? you know, good, good, good classic horror, whatever. Yeah. Stephen King. Terrifying dog. Terrifying Scary dog. Scary dog. Wanker. Yeah. Fucking bloody boy. He's a bloody boy. Kind of nicked mine. Oh no. <laughs> uh, you can have the same one. I was, yeah, yeah, but it's more interesting if we have others to talk about. Um, I've got one if you want time to think. Yeah, go on, you go ahead. I was going to go with the dog from the Sandlot Kids. Does anyone see the Sandlot Kids? No. no. Basically, they like play baseball, and the it's a normal sized dog, but in the kids' imaginations, it's some giant monstrous dog, mm-hmm. and their ball goes into the garden, and they're trying to get it back. And it's like it's terrifying because it's like made out to be a lot bigger and scarier. By the end, you see it's just a normal dog. Yeah. But because it, it's from the kids' point of view, it's this huge, monstrous, terrifying. You know what else is a massive, monstrous, terrifying Go. dog? Is Goofy at the beginning of the Goofy movie? No, Goofy's son, <laughs> the one what, when he turned, when Maximilian turns into oh, Goofy. Oh shit! Yeah, that, that was that scary, scary shit, man. No, that is scary. I remember being him. I'm thinking that is scary. In the dream oh, shit in my pants. Yeah. That's the first Goofy. That's the first, first one. one Goofy movie, one. yeah. The first one. I prefer the second one. The X Games. Everyone ones. prefers the second. one. I prefer the first one. Nah, road trip movie, baby. For the road you, trip you and the, the musical scene. This dog really talks good. just made me re- think. Re- remember a really awkward dog encounter I had the other day. Go on. In person, I was walking home from work late night, and there's this woman walking her dog just in front of me, and the dog spots me, starts to bark. Like, fair dogs enough. Do dogs do that. So she tries to run ahead for some reason. Is it on a leash? It's on a leash. Okay. The dogs have none of this. Keeps barking. So she's like, oh, she just stops. Let's me walk past, and she says, "Sorry, he's just trying to be my guard dog." To which I just automatically reply, "He's doing a good job," and continue walking. I thought you were going to say, "I wasn't going <laughs> to rape you." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say but something he's good. He's doing a great job. I thought you were like, going to do what? something good. <laughs> what did <laughs> I just say? <laughs> he's doing a good job, and that's why I don't talk to strangers. Her from you. He's doing a great job. Jesus. Amazing. Amazing. I've got an alternative one. It's, Go on. It's more of a it's more of a dog that represents everything wrong 
with a film, okay. even though it doesn't appear in that much of it. Okay. And it's that yappy little shit that's in the Meg. Okay. You know, there's a there's a really rich couple getting married, and she's got a dog that she carries around in one arm, and then it jumps into the water, and then oh, it sees right, a yeah, shark, and it's like, turn. oh no, I'm gonna turn around. I'm like, fucking. Hell. Does it get eaten by the shark? No, it oh, survives. It's a dog. It's a dog. It's a dog. It lives, and it's then it jumps out the water, and then it's like foofy or something. I think it's called a fucking another good Just... dog. One from latent. Yeah, great dog. All of great them. Dog. Really well, my favorite stage dog doesn't exist. What's that then? The dog and woman in black. Yeah. In the mm. stage production, completely moaned. <laughs> when he died, I was in tears. <laughs> like, this dog doesn't exist. This Marley really doesn't exist. Was a bad Ma- dog. Marley was a terrible dog. <laughs> yeah. What about, like, what about the dog in uh, of mice and men? Which what dog? was the dog called? I don't know. I can't it gets put. It gets it's like put taken down. out back and yeah. shot really oh, early. Yeah, old, but that's right. that is a sad moment. I, rem- I remember being because that's like a metaphor English. for it was a metaphor. what happens yeah. later. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's a really subtle piece of foreshadowing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Any dog in Terminator. Any dog in Terminator. How many dogs are in Terminator? At least one. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about they the, uh, the, the robot dogs from Kingsman Two? Yeah. Or just the dogs in Kingsman One, the ones that they get them to kill. Oh, oh, they're good. They're good they're boys. Great dogs. The, the ones were, from Kingdom Two are bad boys. boys. Yeah. JB, JB was the JB, best boy. Yeah. That's right. All right, next, next one. Yep. Yeah. Best and worst Quentin Tarantino directed movies. Oh, 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 that's so this, oh, Spanner. Oh, so oh, no, this is this is it. This is nine. Okay. This is in celebration of of the release of his. Because if we film, start including stuff in that he's been involved in, yeah. it gets complicated. Yeah, yeah it certainly does. <laughs> Uh, so if we go by just his directed movies, you're nine of, including yeah. nine of, yeah. indeed, yeah. If, but but are we including? I have a proviso. Go on. Uh, when it comes to my worst, sure. But anyway, we'll come, we'll, I'll okay. do my best first. So my best uh, is actually Inglorious Bastards. Okay, that's probably the Inglorious. That's Bastards. probably the the sort of populist choice. Uh, no, I'd I would say. say Pulp Fiction. Really? Yeah, Pulp Fiction. No, I think some people pulp. don't get Pulp Fiction, where people get Nazis and kill them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think... Some uh, people I, don't get I'd that. Like to, yeah, I'd sure. like to alter that slightly. Uh, a lot of people pretend to understand and like Pulp Fiction. So <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's got to be Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And inside the head, they're like flamethrowing. Inglourious Bastards is much easier to understand. Yeah, it is, but... I think one thing that Pulp Fiction doesn't have that Inglourious Bastards has is Colonel Hans Lander, yeah, who true. is the you know like the, the greatest villain in, in modern mm. cinematic Cinema, memory. It's cinematic just cinematic memory. Yeah, your he, one or in general? In general, okay. The the opening scene is so beautifully and well crafted, perfectly crafted, in fact, that that everything after that, although it, it falls into Tarantino's indulgent. Over long, overly uh, sorry, uh, not chopped down enough, so not edited enough. Uh, classic filmmaking that he does. Uh, that first twenty minutes sets a precedent, which a lot of the film uh, continues to give, but some of it doesn't. But ultimately, uh, given its flaws, it's still my favourite one. Okay, mm. David. Callum has once again stolen mine. <laughs> <laughs> given the limited scope, I'm gonna. I'm going to stick with it this time okay, rather well, than... Anything uh, to add? Anything to add? Uh, Any reason that you like it? No, he, he talked about... He talked the about, about Christoph, Christopher Waltz. <laughs> that was, is, that yeah. was that was mine. That was my main takeaway from it. 
I do like Brad Pitt in it as well. Oh no, no, Brad Pitt's fantastic. Yeah. In fact, all of the like um, the, the gang do mm-hmm. well. All the bastards. Yeah, love yeah. Them. yeah, all the ones. I, yeah, no, I just really liked it. Sure. The one time I saw it, I think it's uh, just the one time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Currently, I'll yeah. probably I, I'll Check get around to it again. Sam, have you thought, point. or shall I go? You, you go. You go. Mine I'm still thinking. Is Kill Bill Volume One? That's right. Not Volume Two. I like Volume Two. Don't be wrong. And they sort okay, of my brother's fine then. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> like some hard arguments coming <laughs> up later. <laughs> like two's are good, but two without one is not yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Two is re- whereas one stands by itself. Mm-hmm. One stands alone. Absolutely. Whereas two definitely doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just the action in number one is just it's really fucking good. Yeah. Like exceptional. Like yeah. oh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's also like, stylistically, like, probably his most, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because one and two, they take, they, they both have Asian um, yeah. cinematic reference, but both are different. So yeah. um, the second one is based on Western Asian cinema. Whereas this uh, one's based on Eastern. Eastern, I assume. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Indeed. Sam? So after a long thought. I kind of want to see Jackie Brown. Oh, wow. wow, good man. Yeah. Great film. Yeah. 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 Great film. <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> the one that everyone forgets. Yeah. Is your favourite. Uh, That's nice. The, the film good. of the people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one everyone's seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's good. That's yeah, a good that, choice. That yeah. uh, no, it's really good. The acting's great. The story's good. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think not many people have Watch and go watch it. I say it's the most real, even though oh, it's, still, yeah, even though it's, yeah. it's Pe- not. It's got people its talk like people of, in in Jackie Brown, yeah. whereas everyone else talks talk like, like Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. People <laughs> yeah. talk like yeah. people in Jackie Brown. It's his most. Yeah, it's his most real. Even though it's got moments of sort of hyper reality. Yeah, yeah. but it goes back in time. Yeah. three or four times to but, show the perspective of someone else. It's a yeah. it's a it's a hyper realistic yeah, cinematic technique. What happens in it is still realistic. I mean, there's that could change like. For me, yeah, daily on like four, yeah, true, four, yeah. four of them, yeah. Uh, my worst is Kill Bill Volume Two. Fair enough. Um, I never got on board with it, and mm. I love Kill Bill One, I really do. And it's so much so that I can't get on board with Kill Bill Volume Two that I like it even more than Death Proof or <laughs> Hateful Eight. Um, Hateful Eight, Death Proof would probably be second to that. Hateful Eight would be third to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Yeah, Kill Bill Volume Two. I just can't get on board with, and although the the fact that Kill Bill Volume One and Two are part are, are one movie in terms of his nine movies, yeah. they are they are counted as one. Have you ever um, watched I, them I, in one? Yeah, yeah, I've done yeah that. a few times. Uh, yeah. I've never done that. Um, it just it just never it, it, in no. any way reaches the heights of the first one. Nothing in the second one is as good as the first one, except maybe the bit when um, uh, Daryl Hannah gets her second eye fucking oh, pulled yeah. out. That bit's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, that'd be that, good. Yeah, <laughs> David. Worst. I think we should evict Callum from the show, <laughs> or like, at least switch our positions. You can go so first on the next one. <laughs> no, um, yeah, same again. Kill the Volume Two. I sort. I was trying to make a case for the other ones that I've seen, but I actually like all of his other films. Mm-hmm. Kill the Volume Two. I don't. I like bits of it, and yep. there's conclusion to the story, mm-hmm. and I do quite like the 
the five walk punch death thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That, it's an interesting idea, and I don't think I got it the first time I watched it. I was like, that doesn't make any biological sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Whereas and the rest then, of the, film the idea is that she's already killed him before they yeah. have their conversation, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is really cool. But yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. after it's already done. Yeah, which um, is interesting. That, like, that bit was good. I think yeah. it's got really good bits smattered throughout it, but overall, a lot of Tarantino is waiting for the shit to go down, mm-hmm. and I didn't enjoy the wait in Volume yeah. Two as much yeah. as I do in any of his other films. Yeah, absolutely. I, so I can totally agree with that. That would, that would, that's that's my reasoning for it. Mm-hmm. That's a good reason. Yeah. Who, who's worst is next? If, if we're counting death, well, death proof death is one of the nine. Then, then, yeah, that. Okay. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's actually cited as Tarant- by Tarantino as his least favorite of his nine. I think I was mm. expecting more from it, like the, the concept of what it was, mm-hmm. of you know, the thing, the grindhouse yeah. double bill thing, and but no, I just didn't like it. Okay. It's not that great. <laughs> just the worst I, not the best I, I enjoy I enjoy in in Death Proof the, the uh, shared cinematic like it, it started to me the, the cinematic universe more so than any other one did like they drive around in the pussy wagon they are um, stunt women for films that you maybe think of maybe some of the films he's actually worked on in fact Zoe Bell uh, his uh, Uma Furman stunt woman is yeah, one of the lead yeah. actresses oh, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that so there's some interesting stuff and there's obviously Grindhouse Gore that, and uh, and Kurt Russell's really good uh, but I can see why people think it's the worst one because you know technically I haven't seen The Hateful Eight but I kind of want to include that just, because, just yeah. because it's every time I think to myself I should watch that uh, it's, it looks so long it is it's, it's quite long <laughs> it's, it's quite long. long it's not his best I'm not I, I really enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah, I enjoy it once they yeah. get to the um, once they get to the uh, haberdashery. Yes. Before then, I'm just gonna oh, come on. Like, uh, Forty five minutes before the haberdashery. It's my least favourite. Just gonna put it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You talk about it first, then, it and then did. we'll defend it. Even you saying Tarantino's worst film isn't bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's his worst. There's a difference. I just think they could have done a lot. A lot more could have been done with what he had. I was certainly expecting more. Mm-hmm. I mean, is, when I, I mean, left, I was perfectly fine with it. But, but like, in my head, it was going to. You get all those sorts eight people places. in a room, make them act, yeah. and that's all you get. I, like, Come on! I actually <laughs> uh, surprisingly thought that when I left his new film, okay. uh, I thought that same thing. I, I, that I think that he could have done more. But then when I actually pondered on it and and realised that what I was expecting yeah. um, the film to be about wasn't what it was about, and then I realised what it was about, then I was like, oh no, it, it, he did he did right with it. He did exactly what he should have done with it, which is kind of the opposite of what I felt yeah. about the Hateful Eight. I came out thinking, yeah, so that's good, and you know, it worked, whatever. But then I kind of like, I could have done, could definitely could have done more for yeah. sure. Hmm. There cool. you go, that's Tarantino. Done. Next yeah. one, best and worst trains in a film. <laughs> <laughs> what nice. is your best train? My best train is the train from Snowpiercer for saving all those lives. The, for that's when the train is called Snowpiercer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the train is called Snowpiercer. Yeah. For and that snow, keeping <laughs> everyone alive. The, the, the train doesn't know what's going on inside, does it? I don't know. The train is unaware. I it. The, the train is just saving all these people. He's very yeah. unaware that he, he, he's caused a class. They device. never cut to the force the, of the, the train, train. The train so is a nice are, train. Train's morally we ambiguous. Are unsure yeah. what opinion of the train exactly. is exactly. for all we know 
He could be screaming, help, hey. there's people inside. Or I'm she. Are you misgendering this one? <laughs> I don't know what she means. Let's go with that. You should be saying so. Right. God. He's a pointy end. Oh. You know what That's, that means. Again, let's not get into that, Mark. And he goes... In... <laughs> no, we're not going into that. Check yourself. <laughs> Callum, <laughs> yeah. what's your favourite train? This is we doing best first. Best, we trains, always do yeah. best first. Do we? Yeah, yeah. best trains okay. first. Because worst uh, are more fun to talk about. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Best my first. best train um, is the one that kills Ra's al Ghul in Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, the like, train doesn't kill him. But neither does Batman. Gravity yeah. kills him. Batman <laughs> doesn't kill him, the train kills him. Yeah. Actually, the, the fucking water yeah, the thing, thing the, kills the, him. The atomic bomb, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> the, the explosion of the train is what kills him. Yeah. Because uh, Batman specifically states, yeah. I'm not going to kill you. Uh, but it's just good. Let's be honest. But I'm not going to I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> but I'm not going to save you. I think it's, but I don't have to save you. Uh, I, think it is. I think it's I'm not gonna oh, oh I don't know we'll, let's we'll watch, watch it and find out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll watch yeah. it soon um, yeah well partly because you know one of my favourite films and whatnot, but yeah. uh, also just a great train and that whole sequence is very one very um, sort of throwbacky to like Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> like classic cinema because in, in, like, in like classic cinema Chaplin and uh, Buster Keaton and all that the train was always the climax. That was like yeah. the most exciting yeah. thing they could do, yeah. right? The great train expensive. robbery and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and that famous shot of the train, the, the bridge collapsing when the train's crossing it. I can't remember yeah. what film that's from, but yeah, that uh, one of the most expensive stunts ever that, or whatever. The one that made everyone shit themselves. Yes. My oh, yeah, that came towards the, the station, the first thing ever made. <laughs> so it's a very a throwback to a very sort of. We thought trains Hollywood were the funny era. thing. Trains are important in film, yeah. guys. <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And. Um, and that ending, uh, that just that, the fact that the train is is the finale of that film, um, coming out uh, was it a year after Spider Man Two, which was also a, 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 a cinematic train that, that yep. one uh, extravaganza. Oh, that train. Um, but yeah. Batman Begins tops it for me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. My best train is the toy Thomas the Tank Engine from yeah. Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. A good train. Easily one of the best uses and most creative uses of a train yeah. in a climactic sequence, yeah. hearkening back to the oldie days of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also Thomas yeah. the Tank Engine, which is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, first the bit where it's all epic and grandiose and then it just like snap cuts visual comedy Edgar Wright style you might say (laughs) to him falling off and then the bit where he gets super huge and crashes the house Mm -hmm. wonderful excellent comedy excellent train gets it for me top notch (laughs) I'm still thinking of a train to be honest Sam I've got a worse train Sometimes the the yeah, oh, you've done yours. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. oh shit! Yeah. I can't think of a train. Um, take the train. I've got such a basic answer. Go for it. Hogwarts Express. Hogwarts Express. <laughs> it's it's a it's a great train. It's an iconic train. It always works. It does always work. It's never been late. Is that, Has it? that cool death? No, it. It probably it was late. Always leaves it, on, time, leaves on time, baby. That's the point. Yeah. But does the, it arrive on the time? The train leaves at exactly eleven o'clock. We've missed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, didn't, they hadn't actually missed it Dobby also your wallet is the Hogwarts Express is it it is my, to be there fair my wallet is yeah that well, there you go space. that totally yeah. must be your favourite that's train. fair enough and it's got the um, the um, the scene with the 
in the third film. Yes. Really oh, the Dementor scene. Dementor scene. Oh, yeah. mate, it's fucking, fucking fantastic scene. scene. Lovely scene. Yep, 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 yep. And the opening, like the first film as well. Yeah. We'll take the lot. My favourite <laughs> moment of any Harry Potter How did he know that was enough money? <laughs> we'll take the lot. <laughs> How did he know that was enough money? she could have just gone, that's not enough money. And nobody else on the Hogwarts Express fucking that day. prick. Samuel? My worst train is a very bad train. It's Diesel 10 from Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> God. Now, yeah, Diesel 10 was a cunt. He was, <laughs> yeah. That one. He's like that one. Face boy, yeah. yeah. He, he was evil. Twat. He bullied everyone. Was he in a his... film? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, looked at, I looked at after. Good. <laughs> was I mean, it's right okay if not, because apparently we do do TV now. Apparently we do do TV now. He's a right. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to Can't say? I can't believe you said that one. <laughs> it's a right, dickhead. He's <laughs> got a stupid crane. Do you think they were trying and to make a, a point about diesel as a fuel? No, well, I don't know. So all the there probably were. There probably engines. was the sort of point. Yeah, Aren't so steam engines right. just coal yes. driven, yes. which isn't really any better, better than or, diesel? No. Slightly worse. Yeah, but the conglomerate train companies that finance because Thomas the Tank. <gasps> big train companies. Coal, coal trains yeah. are, are less efficient. Northern Rail are like, now we're getting in on this. <laughs> coal trains are less efficient. You can run a train on far less, like, it uses less diesel than oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah. If we're going to get yeah. into that, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. fucking boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just bad, bad train. All right. Uh, my least favourite train is. Um, you are waiting for a train. Oh. You don't know where that train is. <laughs> that train. You. But that's your worst but train. Th- that's my worst train because I know it's a positive train. It's the train that wakes them up. But at the same time, it does run over the beautiful heads of Leonardo DiCaprio and Marion Cotillard. Yeah, but they do it on purpose. Yeah, I know, but it still hurts their little heads. <laughs> no, it doesn't. They're not. It boshes him in the head. I don't like that. It's not the train's <laughs> fault. Yeah. Fucking train. <laughs> <laughs> or I couldn't think of a better answer. Fair enough. And continue. You're gonna like my answer. That's okay. nice and controversial. Good. My least favourite train, my worst train, is the Hogwarts Express. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Just... oh he doesn't like trains that one on time. <laughs> Here we go. I'm just gonna not look up. Reason there. being, there's nothing magical about it. No, it is a not. train it's that takes train. people. To yeah. a magical school. It yeah. runs on time. Can... That's magic. That's true. This country is fucking <laughs> magic. <familiar. laughs> You've got your hair. <laughs> uh, He's yeah. actually quiet. He's actually gone quiet. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm out. Uh, that's not canon. It's not explained. But the, so the, it's more of a missed I'm opportunity. I'm sure there's a tweet about It's it. a missed opportunity of a train. They could have done so much more with it. But instead, it is a bog standard train. And that's the I would have loved it. some magical details to go along with it. They're still the using steam are... engine. Is it steam powered? Like, yeah, no, well, no, no one drives it. It drives itself. Yeah. So magic. technically not. Except that you do go and speak to the driver. Yeah, but he doesn't actually drive it. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's more of the. He's just sat there. No, in, yeah, he sort of just sits. He doesn't. He's, he's still going yeah. strike. He's guarding there. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just there to make but, sure you get on. <laughs> yeah, I just I would have wanted more from the train in the magical world. That's... For it to talk and have a face. You know what? I would have taken I'm that. I would have taken that. Oh, motherfuckers, come on. Yeah. 
Oh, you know what? I actually have a better answer. Shit. <laughs> you can say the answer. You can say. Oh. Okay, it's the train in the commuter. Yeah, fair enough. It has unrealistic aerodynamic qualities towards the end of the film. And it's really long. Yeah, it's stupidly It's overly long. long. Longer than, yeah. I think, most trains. And apparently, trains, and anyway. Everybody has it's a seat on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that, no, no, no one's standing up. That's a good point. On a commuter train, that's mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it wouldn't be a very good film, would it? If he's... Excuse me. <laughs> it'd, it'd be more accurate. That'd be hilarious. Um, oh, I, thought, I thought of so many more trains yeah. now. Um, the, train, the train has left the station, I'm afraid. Yeah. That is the end oh, no, of the train. I haven't, train. I haven't yes, done it yet. Oh. <laughs> What's your worst train, Ryan? <laughs> I think my least favourite train is... The one from James Bond. Which one? From... Oh, the one that falls, there are several falls apart. Yeah, he's not a train James Bond thing. What, the one that... There are several trains that fall apart. No, the one in the in the most recent, not most recent one, Skyfall. In Skyfall. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a 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 that's because that film fucking terrified me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like it. What, the train terrified The you? whole thing. Didn't like it. Looked weird. Still looks weird. Didn't look good at the oh, time. I don't feel quite so bad <laughs> about my uh, <laughs> Express now. I'm gonna... don't, don't like the Pilot Express. It fucking drifts at one point. <laughs> driving up the wall. It drifts? It drifts at one point. I'm like, this is a fucking train. <laughs> Gets major Trains. points on Grand oh. Theft Auto. <laughs> I thought of a good train as well. I, thought of I just good thought of a good train. one. One from Dumbo, the original one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The train that thought it could. Yeah, Casey Jean. When it goes, think he talks as he it's clever. I think I could. The thing missing from the remake. They'd had that. It's also the train in the opening of the Disney logo. Yeah. And you see a little train go like across the bridge. That is the train from Dumbo. I thought of the one from Hot Fuzz because that's got some hilarious comedy. Oh, that's okay. Wakes them up. Yeah. It's a good alarm clock. Okay, well that was trains. Oh, I've got another one now. The one from Sliding Doors. <laughs> Is that a good train or a bad I always train? thought there should be a third. It's good and bad. <laughs> it's a good, yeah. It's good and bad. <laughs> I've one, one where her body just gets chopped. Yeah, she's, no, she's, yeah, like, what happens if she gets caught in the door? What happens? It's like, what, 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 if, what if you flip a coin and it lands on its edge? You know? <laughs> oh, crazy. Mm. Right. Yeah. I think we're done. That is it. Oh, done. Sam, wrap it up. I was faster than I was expecting. Wrap it up, Sam. But was it as fast as the no distance cares, you there. had to go from point A you to point B. You can't measure distance B. by speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it only took 12 parsecs. Um, thank you to the people that commented on the uh, the um, the pitch battle. Yeah, and gave us our, our pictures yep. for this week. And it don't worry, Sam shall never host again. <laughs> <laughs> it was your own fault. Well, although I have heard he's got a quiz on the go. So. But a quiz, a quiz he can do. That yeah. quizzical. Allegedly. Um, David, can you do me a favour and do the, um, the the signing off ending of Rat Party just now live to, to the to the audience? Why? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Rat Party. We'd like to thank Sam Sargent for supplying the music. You can listen. And that's a wrap. Beautiful.